How's it going? So in my last episode, which was a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about the ineptitude of the government and how winter was going to be hard for everyone as it always is. And lo and behold, the UK is in a second lockdown. <laughs> At least Trump hasn't been re-elected, but even so, I think that everyone is feeling an excess of anxiety and seasonal affective disorders creeping up on everyone as the days are getting darker, drearier, and there's just this constant feeling of tiredness. Personally, I don't love neighbours. I really... I love neighbours. I really do. Yeah, no, no. It's fine. Don't have a podcast episode going on whatsoever. But anyway, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. I don't think I've had a good night's sleep since I was in the womb, so seasonal effects of disorder definitely kicks my ass because... The difficulty of shaking off a feeling of constant tiredness is a hard one. But if there's one thing that's been kicking all of our asses, it's just anxiety around everything. So, let's get into it. claim to be an expert on coping with anxiety because even though I've been dealing with it a long time it really comes and it goes in terms of how it presents and how easy it is to kind of minimise the effects of it but a second lockdown has certainly increased everyone's feelings of anger but also I think I've personally noticed everyone's like ruminating more now I ruminate over a lot of ridiculous things, sending emails, sending messages, my existence, my life. <laughs> it's one of those things that naturally has always been hand in hand with my anxiety and it's one of those that it's like, it's funny to me because I've dealt with it for a while but if you're somebody who's used to kind of taking things as and when they come up at face value, the process of ruminating must be a really, really odd one to suddenly get into the habit of doing. Now, obviously, with the fact that almost everyone is working remotely now, I think the main distinction is, is that if you're somebody who is more introverted or anxious, you're highly strong, right? You know, you're naturally very overstimulated without anything having to happen. You know, you, your body feels like it's ran a marathon when you've not done anything when you have anxiety. But being in an office environment or a work environment is distracting. It often means that even though you will have moments where you get anxious or nervous, you don't have time to ruminate properly. Now we're working from home and everyone's only dressing from the waist up for video calls. You have all the time in the world to ruminate. <laughs> There's no someone distracting you when you're going to get a hot drink from the kitchen. 
you what I mean? Tiredness. <laughs> but you, you're finding less opportunities to get distracted from your own thoughts and it can be a real killer when your own, your own thoughts are usually detrimental or anxiety inducing which obviously at the minute they are there are people being made redundant people who don't know whether they'll be put on furlough the announcement that furlough is being extended until next march which naturally is going to cause a lot of speculation that We'll just be in and out of lockdown until gone March next year, which is fucking mental. And honestly, I think if you've not had a moment where you've deeply ruminated in one thing, I want to know your secrets, like send me a message, because there's almost too much to choose from. It's like Halloween for anxiety. It's like trick or treat. You know, the treat is that I already ruminate, but the trick is that it's even worse. <laughs> The real killer for a lot of people as well is going from some sense of normalcy right back into lockdown because it's the case that everyone started to get tired with lockdown about halfway through it, the first one, and then you go back to being out and about and seeing people in some capacity, and then you're being told to go back into lockdown when you know Christmas is imminent, and the entire thing is just a fucking it's just a clusterfuck really. I think everyone kind of had this British expectation that yeah things weren't getting better but you know just get on with it and it's certainly not helping that people don't feel like they have anything to look forward to. Usually in the approach to the festive season people looking forward to Christmas and New Year and spending time with family and having time off and whatnot and holidays but now there's so much uncertainty around what Christmas will even be for us now that everyone finds themselves not only ruminating the fact they can't fucking afford to exist, but also the fact that they don't even know what Christmas will be like. I also apologise if my voice sounds weird or there are weird noises. I'm a little bit sniffly. It's not the Rona. I hope. <laughs> that would be a fucking miracle considering, but they're not... It's not a miracle because it's not really good, is it? But miracles don't really exist anyway, so I doubt I need to get into the semantics of it. When I was out the other day, it seemed busier than it did when we weren't in lockdown. Like, where are all you people going? You can't all be going for essential shopping or medication and stuff. It's mainly just curiosity. Like, where are y'all going? Is there something I don't know about? I honestly... <laughs> There's so much to think about that you really are spoiled for choice. And this is the problem. Is that when you're working, whether you enjoy your job or not, there'll be a certain element of monotony to it. Especially when it gets towards winter because it just... It starts to seem like what week is it, what day is it, what time is it. But because you're caught in this repetition you often find yourself not really having time to get bogged down by feelings in the same way you do when you're at home because there's next to no separation now we can all try as much as we want to walk out and about in the morning and replicate a commute but <laughs> it's just not the same even contacting people is difficult contacting friends sometimes because 
even though everyone should have more time now that they're working from home, more people are doing overtime than they ever were before because you just can't get out of work mode. You're thinking about work because you're at home, but you're working from home. <laughs> you know, I'm almost at the point now where I'm I'm just like getting up to get stuff just to have something to do that isn't at my desk. And I, I'm not really the type of person who gets drastically bogged down by ruminating in the day. I am one of those people that is literally like that kind of meme that I lie in bed, try to go to sleep and think about something that I did like 10 years ago that was embarrassing. (laughs) But I also end up thinking about stuff that stresses me out quite a lot, which is obviously quite the negative cycle because when you factor in the fact that you're not getting much sleep because you're ruminating, with the fact that the mornings are dark so you're going to feel tired whether you've had a good night's sleep or not, and the fact that the world has just gone to pot, you know, is pretty much a recipe for a mental health crisis and that is one of my biggest concerns after all of this is what the effect will be, you know, on everyone's mental health. I think that naturally people who had mental health conditions before the first lockdown, before the pandemic hit, dealt with it quite well for the first month of the first lockdown. I can't believe I'm saying the first lockdown. (laughs) Because you get a certain level of resilience to dealing with stress when you have mental health conditions because you're always kind of on edge to expect the worst. But, you know, we're months later now and we're in a second lockdown and people are more aware now of the kind of mental health implications and are emphasising that more than the first time round but there's only so much you can emphasise it because we're all still isolated from one another and the whole back and forth with the rules and will it actually only be four weeks, will it not honestly I'm like fucking hell it's honestly even my anxious mess of a brain couldn't have come up with any more questions like or a situation in which more anxiety could be felt (laughs) i mean i don't know how anyone in america would have been feeling the past few days but personally i think anyone's due for a mental breakdown it's trump i'm very curious to see the twitter tirade he's going to go off about the fact that he's still the president until like january (laughs) it's starting to get a little bit like some kind of dystopian tv show Like, all I'm waiting for is the announcement that Boris Johnson has read The Hunger Games and thought it was a great example of solid leadership. Would it even surprise anyone? 2020 has been, like, a definite stamp for worst year possible. (laughs) I mean, every year everyone complains about the fact that they thought it'd be their year and it didn't, but I mean, anyone who thought that about 2020 (laughs) takes the cake, really, doesn't it? But for once, I'm not just going to um, run entirely aimlessly and I will try to impart some knowledge which I don't really implement myself. So, you know, like I was saying about the fact that we're not in offices means or, you know, in our traditional workplaces means we have less to distract us. If there's one thing that can swiftly decimate 
your ability to ruminate it's distracting yourself now this will be different for everyone and it's also a matter of accessibility so for you it might be watching your favorite tv show playing a video game going for a walk calling a friend distracting yourself i mean if you've been to university you should have a talent for this anyway because you know you have stuff overdue you know you have deadlines approaching and yet you procrastinate and feel guilty about procrastinating so you can't fully enjoy it but you also can't work but yeah we should all be pretty good at distracting ourselves by now one of the main things to know is <laughs> i can't say this without thinking it just sounds like the internet summed up find out what triggers you <laughs> now what i mean when i say that is not seeing someone's opinion online and going ballistic i mean we'll often have certain things that cause us to ruminate more often than we usually would now i find for me a few of the things that can trigger this is when i am really really physically and emotionally exhausted because i tend to have less energy to try and sort myself out talking or interacting with people that cause you to spiral negatively you know i hate to say toxic people but you know people that you expend more energy on than you get back it's usually a surefire way to start ruminating because even though realistically you know that that's usually down to the other person as to why you feel shitter you often still start to ruminate in your part in it so avoid the shitty people like i know we're in lockdown but shitty people will find you on social media and all of this shit when you least need them so keep an eye out for that and also just things like if you do suffer from seasonal affective disorder it's making small adjustments like getting a daylight lamp going out for a walk if you can be out so just sitting in your garden when the sun comes up for a, like for 10 minutes with your coffee or something i mean i'm aware it's quite cold outside so maybe just sit near your window and stare out of it like you're in a music video or something but yeah knowing what might trigger you to start thinking more about things when i say thinking i mean ruminating like you should be thinking about things i hope that you're not just avoid in your head because i don't really have any advice for that because mine never shuts up so yeah figure out what sets you off into ruminating as a starting point and you know try and avoid it if you can but even if not just knowing what it is that can tend to cause it now the next one is kind of like my favorite one to do which is to question yourself when you start ruminating now i probably get a little bit too into this sometimes because when i properly slip down the rabbit hole into ruminating i will genuinely have full-blown mental arguments with myself please don't section me <laughs> but i find that it's, it's good to challenge these thoughts when they crop up because like letting them be and ignoring them can work for a while but one of the fastest ways to shut anyone up is to question and challenge them unless they're like a trump supporter in which case probably using too many words really aren't you 
so you find yourself saying oh well I've just I've done fuck all this week I've accomplished nothing I feel like I've done nothing good I've not exercised <laughs> nude you can say well why did you feel like you didn't do well this week is it because you're feeling down in which case it's obviously totally fine to not accomplish as much what have you actually done you've actually accomplished quite a lot this week kind of how your mum speaks to you you know when she's in a good mood and you speak badly about yourself or even better question yourself the way a drunk girl speaks to someone in the toilets on a night out so if you're there to the equivalent of he's broken up with me and i feel like shit i'm not good enough be the drunk girl that's like you don't need him you don't need anyone you're beautiful you're so beautiful do you know how beautiful you are like that but you know without the alcohol preferably because if we all had alcohol every time we ruminated uh, i think we'd probably be blind in christmas which by this point might as well be a good alternative but (laughs) who knows who knows the way december will go now some of the advice that i've read over the years in various psychology publications and articles suggests a few other things that i don't necessarily see as being true to my anxiety so one of these is to set aside a specific period of time to worry in so they say essentially like book an appointment with yourself so you know every day at half four i'll give myself half an hour to like ruminate let my anxiety out and then that's that but (laughs) i think for me if i like start setting aside time for it i'm always going to run over and it's going to spiral so i'm more kind of of the belief that i would rather let myself feel the feeling when i'm in the moment not to sound too much like some weird indie lyrics or whatever and also i don't like <laughs> i don't like the advice to ask yourself what's the worst that could happen because if there's one thing i don't need to do when i'm anxious it's think about the worst case scenario <laughs> because usually that's what's caused me to ruminate is that you know i'll take an action i'll do something i'll say something i'll look at something and then i'll think oh shit this is gonna happen oh shit they're gonna think this oh shit what are they gonna do about that and the last thing i need to do is encourage myself to think about how it could be worse so instead the best way for me to think about it is is it something you can control and a lot of the times it's not sadly I can't control how others will react to things. I can't control the way that I perceive things in an instant before any life coaches get on my back. The best thing to do is just consider, can you change it? And if not, then just let yourself feel it. Like, this is a shit time for everyone. And (laughs) on the horizon, we don't know whether that's going to get much better in terms of the situation with the pandemic so if you want to feel the way that you're fucking feeling in the moment then do it and you'll probably feel better for it 
Because no amount of Bellens telling you to go on a walk or to get this amount of sunlight or to set aside an appointment to have a mental breakdown with yourself is really going to make you feel better if your body really needs to have that outlet. As much as we all wish, candles could basically wipe our mental health conditions away. (laughs) They sadly can't because if so I would have been cured quite a long time ago. But, you know, I hope you're all doing well, I say after basically talking about how shit the world is. (laughs) I'm just being honest. But yeah, I hope everyone's not doing too badly. And I hope that that was like, remotely entertaining or useful. But on the plus side, I will be trying to plan more interesting and, well, episodes with direction in future. Because I know that the last few have been a little like, neither here nor there. And, you know, everyone's got a lot going on. And even though I'd love to think that everyone wants to listen to me, they don't. So, (laughs) yeah, have a good one. (laughs) Thank you.